You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way we play fantasy sports. Dozens of house based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. Now, I told you all I was going to bring you recaps and previews of every game in the NCAA tournament. We're at that point where there's going to be a, a good chunk of time between each game. So, I'm going to recap what happened against uh, Kansas State, Kansas State, Kansas State, what I am expecting against Notre Dame. And I know what you all are thinking. Talk about Dillingham. Talk about Dillingham decommitting. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. But I will say this, and I didn't want to say this publicly because I didn't want to be known as the guy who jinxed it. When everybody was talking about Dillingham reclassifying, for 2022 and coming in and playing, in my mind, I, I, I said, okay, well, let's see if there's any credence to this. I put my ear to the streets, and it seemed more like the decommitment was inevitable than a reclassifying. But we'll touch on that a little later. Again, we have to talk about some winners right now, and that is our women's basketball team. So the tournament so far for NC State, if we're talking about what the tournament has been for our women's team up to this point, it has been sheer dominance at every step of the way. Like, I don't think that people are, are fully grasping how dominant this team has been um, as of late. And, and, and you would not believe that this is the NCAA tournament and the uh, ACC tournament, but it has just been outright nastiness. Let's, let's go back to uh, the the last game of the regular season was the Virginia Tech game. That was a two-point win. We have not had a single game, a single game, won by less than 13 points since then. We beat Florida State by 30. We beat Virginia Tech by 15. We beat Miami by 13. We beat Longwood by 28. We beat and then we went on to beat Kansas State by 32, 89 to 57. So what happened in that game? Well, I'm going to tell you. The exact thing that I said was going to be necessary for, um, for Kansas State to have a shot didn't happen. I said that this top to bottom, it's not even close as far as who the better team is. It, it, really, it really wasn't, and it showed at multiple levels. It really and truly showed at multiple levels, hey, this team is not that. This team is not, I'll, I'll put it like this, okay? Every player that played, that got in the game for NC State scored. Every player, regardless of how long they were in the game. And every player on NC State's roster got in the game. Every single one. So, when I'm talking about this game, when I'm talking about uh, what had occurred here, I said that there would need to be an absolutely nuclear game from Ioka Lee. It need to be another 60-point game uh, for them to be in contention for this one. It, it'd have to be something crazy like that. And that did not happen because 
I, which I said, Alyssa Kunain is not going to allow that, as well as even if she gets in foul trouble, which she did, two fouls early. Okay, Camille Hobby comes in and does an excellent job, but it wasn't just about the players that were the primary defender on Ioka Lee. It was the fact that all of the players, it was a team effort defensively that absolutely limited her in a way that I don't think that she'd seen in quite some time. Because obviously, Lee is going to be the focus of, of everybody's defense. We did a better job than I think pretty much anybody else had in, in recent memory of of limiting her and, and pretty much taking her away in terms of um, in terms of not giving her the looks that she wanted, not giving the ability to uh, not giving the ability to get to the basket and, and get clean looks as she did in other games. And that's just the reality. That is what won us this game. Team defense in the paint. Packing in the paint and saying, hey, if y'all are going to beat us, fine. But if y'all are going to do that, you are going to have to do it by uh, you are going to have to do it by stretching out the floor and knocking down a ton of threes before we even consider um, coming off Ioka in any Ioki in any uh, meaningful way. Now, mind you, the first game in the tournament against Washington State, the the um, the they won fifty to forty, and she scored twenty of those points. Twenty. She wasn't even their leading scorer in this game. Again, that is not not a mistake. That is not an accident. This team came out with an absolutely amazing game plan, and they executed that game plan to darn near perfection. There is nothing that you can say or ask of this team that they did not give defensively. And even if you go beyond uh, the work that was done on Lee, the, the match or the toll that was given, the task, rather, that was given to Kansas State was if you all can hit from three, if you all can stretch the defense out, We'll respect it, and we'll have to find a way to uh, take care of Lee while making sure that y'all don't hit from the perimeter. Well, they went seven to twenty-five from deep. But enough about what they what what we did well defensively. I mean, we still put up eighty-nine points. So offensively, we had to do some things pretty well here. And like I said, every player that played scored. But the other part about it. There were just so many really, really quality possessions. There was so much amazing ball movement. 16 assists against six turnovers. We were too short of tripling our turnover uh, our turnover amount with our buckets. And Kayla Jones, for this to be her last game ever in Reynolds, she showed out. Reyna Perez, for this to be her last game in Reynolds, she showed out. Our two leading scorers, technically Diamond Johnson, Ty Rainer Perez with 15. But the two leading scorers there, Kayla Jones with 18, uh, Rainer Perez with 15. And Kayla Jones went 8 of 9 from the floor, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 turnover, 1 steal. Rainer Perez, 15 points, 6 of 11 from the field, 3 of 7 from deep, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 turnover. This is what you expect out of this team. I mean, everybody did something. Everybody did things well. And even when we talk about this game and and what happened as far as how we were scoring, it came from everywhere. 
Diamond Johnson was striping from deep, and she greatly helped out our three-point shooting numbers. Technically speaking, technically speaking, we shot 47.4%. But I think that that, from deep, of course, but I think that that is, again, greatly inflated by just what Diamond Johnson did. Because if you take away her five for five, we were four of 14, which shows you we weren't just, you know, chucking up everything from deep and, and hoping that things went in. We were getting in the paint. We were getting to where we had to go. And we were finding ways to make it happen, as well as just crushing them on the offensive glass. We came away with 15, I'm sorry, yes, 15 second half second chance points to their 12. Also, I talked about the depth. We all talk about the depth and we all talk about how much that means and, and all that good stuff, right? There are two ways in which depth shows, depth shows up in a major way. Yes, bench points is the, the, the main indicator, but the other is fast break points. And let me tell you why. If you don't have good depth, how can you score fast break points consistently throughout the game? I'll give you the answer. You can't. We dominated both of those categories. We tripled up on what Kansas State did in both of those categories. And bench points, we whooped on them 38 to 12. And fast break points, we beat them 18 to 5. And there was and, and here's the, the most interesting thing about this game. And this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this game uh, before we get into looking ahead to uh, Notre Dame and Bridgeport. When you watch this game, there was a moment at the end of the game where it was only reserves in, okay? And when I say only reserves, I mean, I don't think, it, I'm fairly certain this was after the curtain call. And so everybody that was in the game, players that played sparingly, I want to say the lineup was Hart. Uh, it was Sophie Hart, Jessica Timmons, Madison Hayes, and uh, Isaiah James, and I, I can't remember. Oh, Genesis Bryant. Genesis Bryant was the other one on the court. Now, I want to say it was Timmons. Somebody tipped the ball. It's going out of bounds. Timmons saves the ball to Hayes. Hayes makes the pass to James. James then goes in, and I want to say she either dished it or got a layup. But that fast break showed, like, this is not the end for NC State. And I know that I'm, I'm obviously looking ahead to next year when this is still going on, but that moment right there, this team at that point was up 24-25, and to still have the wherewithal to say, you know what, we need to go, we need to figure out, we need to have the get up and go to turn this uh, turnover into an easy bucket, that tells me that we're we're in good hands from the future. And boy, I'll tell you what, if you love March Madness or hate March Madness or love the buzzer beaters or whatever you like about March Madness, you're in good hands if you're going at it with Stat Hero. Stat Hero's NCAA single game pick pits star players against each other, an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with the set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports fixed. And did you know the Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often? Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery of who or what you're going to be up against. So sign up free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on for a 
Promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Again, stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. Also, let me talk to you all about Built Bar. Built Bar is just an amazing treat. These things are good to you and good for you. I know that there's a lot of, of really good candies that taste great and all that good stuff out there. But Built Bar is a treat that allows you to enjoy something that tastes great and helps you stay on your diet, helps you stay on uh, whatever you're trying to do as far as your health goes. These bars are high protein, high fiber, low carbs, low sugar, low calorie. This is the bar that you want to eat. And have you tried Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Bill Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Go to Build.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away. Again, high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs, 130, gram, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein in most of the bars. So make sure you go and check that out. Go to Build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So looking ahead to the Notre Dame game. There is so much to be to be said and, and so much that I see here that is is absolutely exciting. And first of all, let's also shout out the committee who said that they wanted to avoid rematches and has given NC State two straight, two straight. And if the cards fall in a certain way, it could be Three straight rematches for NC State. Ain't that crazy? Second round, all the way up to the uh, final four, there would be rematches for NC State. Hmm. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought? What? Well, what a crazy time! What a what an interesting thing that we would see if if we were to see a bunch of rematches. That happened for NC State. And again, there are certain things nobody can control. There's, you know, if I'm talking about, oh, there will be rematches for NC State uh, all the way up until, all the way up until potentially playing, um, potentially playing Maryland in the Final Four and then South Carolina in the, in the uh, National Championship. Those two, sure, other side of the bracket, a lot had to happen for those, that to go right. However, I think it's super, super interesting that, again, round two, rematch. Round three, rematch. Round four, you're either getting a rematch against Indiana or getting to play UConn and Bridgeport. What a time, right? What a time. How fun. How fun is that? How cool is that, right? How cool. Anyway, uh, looking ahead to Notre Dame, I'm excited about this game, and let me tell you why. There have been a few games this season where you could tell this Wolfpack team was just motivated, where either we were the underdogs in that game or something happened or something was said to where it was like, oh, oh, it's on. It's on. The Maryland game was one of them in which, you know, a lot of people were talking about, oh, well, well Maryland doesn't or NC State doesn't really have uh, have much for Maryland and all that good stuff. The Indiana game was another one where it was a re the revenge aspect from getting put out of the tournament by that Indiana team last year. 
Um, the the first UNC game was another one of them where, you know, Coach, Coach Banghart talked about our, our tiny gym or our small gym. Let me not misquote her. Our small gym. And so when I'm looking at this game, I'm saying to myself, hmm, hmm. Because when I look at the results of all those other games, when I look at the results, and remember, remember, here's here's the other one. Here's another one. Remember what happened before this streak of a bunch of games where we are whooping the wheels off everybody in front of us? Do y'all remember what happened right before the ACC tournament? The all-ACC teams came out. And we were grossly underrepresented for a team that is not only the, the regular season champions, but also the tournament champions. And again, this is what I'm saying as far as a motivated team. The game after the snubs, all that happened, the game after somehow Kai Crutchfield, who Daisy Kelly was first team all ACC, the second time they played, she held her to no field goals. I don't believe she scored. Or she might have scored one or two free throws. But I know for a fact she did not have a single field goal the second time they played. Oh, no, she had no points in 22 minutes, did not score once. So, in that, to see that happen, and then to see the game after that, this team is going to be pissed off. This team is going to be motivated in that this Notre Dame team is the only team to have beaten them, only ACC team to have beaten them this regular season. This is the only one. And I've talked about the problems that Notre Dame presents. I've talked about the fact that um, Notre Dame is, they're a team that when they're firing on all cylinders, they are scary good. They are scary good. And that nobody's going to deny that. Nobody's going to sit up here and lie to you and say that um, Olivia Miles, Maddie Westbell, Maya Dodson, they're, they're just a bunch of jokers and, and not really anything to contend with. Nobody's going to sit up here to, and tell you that. And I'm not going to tell you that today. When they're firing at their highest clip, there are to be. They showed it against Oklahoma. They showed it against Oklahoma. They ran Oklahoma up out the gym. You understand me? That game, they beat the higher seeded team by forty four points. Again, that was a a tour de force by Notre Dame. But they're walking in to a game. This this NC State team should be walking into this game. All the years straight, all the years of trying to get that monkey off your back, trying to get the monkey off your back, trying to get the monkey off your back. And then you go in and see the only team in the conference to beat you, the only blemish on your conference record is the team waiting for you that you have to go through to get the monkey off your back. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee, I smell something special brewing. I smell one of those special performances because this this game against Kansas State was a good one. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They they did what they had to do. And I've talked about before how when we lead in the first quarter, when we lead at the end of the first quarter against ranked teams, we're undefeated so far. They did that. They did what they had to do there. But I'm telling you, this is feeling like one of those games where we come out early and whoop the wheels off them. We come out early and show establish dominance and then go forth in the second quarter and put on one of those possibly um, holding them to a, a single-digit type quarter. And then the third quarter is, is always, always, always going to be a quarter where we absolutely take off. That's always going to be a thing. So 
with that being said, I'm again, I am in the the mindset of I am excited to see this this Notre Dame team again. I talked about Oklahoma and how they were a team that not many people were mentioning and they can fill it up and and there would be um, no revenge factor and there that's a little less motivation for this Wolfpack team that I know is still going to be excited to get to uh, get past the Sweet 16. But to see Notre Dame pop out, ooh, I love to see it. Ooh, I absolutely love to see it. And again, honestly, whichever way it goes as far as that Elite Eight game, if we get there, whichever way it goes as far as seeing um, Indiana, who put us out last year, or a UConn team that everybody is going to, they're going to be the favorite. If UConn is in the Elite Eight in Bridgeport, they're going to be the favorite. That's that's just the reality. To see that NC State team go in as the underdogs, go in as a team that's being slept on again, ooh, I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. And listen, whatever people want to say about this Wolfpack team, I'll tell you this much. Everybody sings their praises and talks about how good they've been, but I'm telling you, I point to me a single game this year, with the exception of South Carolina, where there was any doubt in the beginning or any doubt before tip or anybody thought, eh, we're not sure about this Wolfpack team or we're not sure that they can beat them or 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 some were said or any type of motivation there that you could say they played poorly besides the very first game of the season. Y'all tell me. You tell me, okay? I'm betting on this Wolfpack team to get it done and the way it's shaking out, looking like they're going to go all the way. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It's that time of the year again. This college basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing. Uh, but again, the the it was flat. It was simple. Kansas State had to have a great game out of Lee. And on top of that, Alyssa Gunne had to get in foul trouble. And on top of that, they were going to have to hope for a terrible shooting game from everybody else in order to have a shot there. And on top of that, they would have to hope that a lot of their players played above their heads in this game. And that just simply didn't happen. That simply did not happen for them. And thusly, you see a 32-point win. And thusly, you see that Lee isn't even, wasn't even their leading scorer in this game. That's, that's what you see there. That's what you see. And going up against this Notre Dame team again, hey, they look great against Oklahoma. I'm ready to see this matchup because it's going to be primetime TV. So I'm ready to see it. Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.